Hey everybody, welcome to Trashy Breakups, our Wednesday Trashy Divorces episode. I'm Alicia. My name is Stacy, and we're See, happy to have you back with us. We did that right this time, kind right of. up at the top. Kind of. Stacey, you're bringing us a story this week that is quite topical. They're in court right now? Ripped from the headlines, kind of. love it. It's a breakup that spawned many lawsuits. It's the kind we love. So, Alicia, it's not exactly news that a breakup can be financially costly. On top of the emotional upheaval that a breakup will inevitably bring, for normies, you know, people like us, this usually entails finding new housing, putting down deposits for utilities and such paying movers all these big or small headaches that all come with their own price tags, right? Sure. Such fun. This is why people cherish a good breakup, right? No. But, you know, that's how normies do it. For the super rich, at least for some of them, a breakup is a chance to reach deep into not only your ex's pocket, but your ex's family's pocket, too, and maybe settle some seriously super villainish scores along the way. Today, we are talking about the short but highly consequential relationship between Rob the Reluctant Kardashian and his ex, model and, like, influencer, socialite, not really sure. Uh, Anyway, Black China. Tell me more. Though they were only together for about a year back in 2016, the relationship spawned a reality TV spinoff of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, a baby, and in its aftermath, a series of lawsuits between various parties. The biggest of these, filed by China, hits a Los Angeles courtroom this very week. Kris Jenner, Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, and Khloe Kardashian will all testify to defend themselves against allegations that they defamed Black China in 2016 and 2017, costing her a career in reality television, and she says $100 million. Yikes. Double damages. So let's meet these two while we marvel that a relationship so clearly right could go so deeply awry. How does it go so wrong? Rob Kardashian, yes, of those Kardashians, is the baby in the family with three K-named older sisters. He was born March 17th, 1987 in Los Angeles to OJ lawyer Robert Kardashian and Chris now Jenner. His parents split up when he was just a few years old and he lost his father to cancer when he was 16. Notably, the family's long-running reality TV show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, premiered on the E! Cable Network in October of 2007. They have been with us. Has it really been 15 years? And while the show's focus is mostly on the high-glamour women in his family, Rob was a somewhat inevitable cast member, though usually described as, I don't know, the black sheep, the less interested, the, I don't know. Here's how Dave Schilling of The Guardian described Rob when his own spinoff reality show launched in 2016 in a piece titled Rob in China, the saddest show on TV. Oh, no. It's excellent writing, Dave Schilling. I'm, I'm a fan. Sunday night's premiere of the new E-series Rob in China marks the return of the black sheep Kardashian to the public eye. He spent years of his life unwilling to leave his room, which caused him to gain, his words, a grip of weight. He looks less comfortable making eye contact with other human beings than the little orphan girl Newt from the movie Aliens. A Los Angeles Dodgers hat covers what's left of the poor guy's thin matted hair. His wardrobe consists of t-shirts, nondescript jeans, and sneakers. In other words, when I watch this astoundingly depressing program, I see myself and what I might become, minus the millions of dollars. 
Dave. <laughs> just hiding out in his room, though. Yeah. That's kind of sad. I think if those were my siblings, I would also hide out. And you out had and... cameras in your house all the time? Yeah. I'd be hiding out in my room, too. So among Rob's personal endeavors over the years, I, I do think he has struggled to try to establish himself in his own right. Independently from his famous sisters. Yes. He launched a luxury sock line in 2012 called Arthur George, which is his middle name and his father's middle name. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Although he had to sell half of it to his mom in 2018 to save it from bankruptcy. He's also launched a streetwear clothing line under the moniker Halfway Dead, if you're curious about where he's at mentally. There's a hot sauce business with his mother and a fashion designer friend. He also partnered with a beverage manufacturer for a Rob Kardashian-branded vanilla cream soda drink. I think that may only be available in the Los Angeles market. Interesting. (laughs) I like vanilla cream, though. Who doesn't? Rob has also dealt with depression. And I I think for watchers of the keeping up with, like, I I think that's been very evident. What's less clear to me, as I don't watch the show, is how much his family tried to help him. That's I, that's a question mark I have. Anyway, also, some health challenges beyond being depressed. In December 2015, he was suddenly hospitalized as a result of noncompliance with an insulin regimen to treat type 2 diabetes, explaining the following year to People magazine. I had found out I had type 2 diabetes about six months before, but I stopped taking my insulin. I didn't enjoy the routine, so I ended up throwing up, and I couldn't even swallow because my mouth was so dry I felt like I was going to die. Which is something that can happen when you are not... Yes. Yeah, any type of diabetes is tough. If you're insulin dependent, that Mm -hmm. is a life... You you can die. ...of routine. Rob Kardashian was 28 years old when this happened. Wow. Mm -hmm. And as such things often are, it seems to have been something of a wake-up call for him about taking care of himself a little better. He had apparently been steering clear of the family's reality shows for a while... And as noted, he had gained a significant amount of weight. And you can imagine the pressure and body shaming he must have experienced in that family and in that industry. So step one for Rob when he got out of the hospital was to turn to an old but kind of former Kardashian friend, a model named Black China, who saw that he was serious about getting a handle on his health and offered to cook healthy meals for him. Oh, that's nice. Super nice. Or so the story goes. Let's meet Black China, born Angela Renee White, May 11th, 1988, who confronted the rising cost of college in an innovative way. Oh, goody, tell me. She began stripping. This is how Lola Oganake in L explained in a 2016 profile. Born Angela Renee White in 1988, China has been on her grind since she was a child. Quote, I always liked having my own money and buying my own stuff. She says... I didn't want to depend on somebody to do it for me. When she was 15, she landed her first job at a McDonald's. Management put her on the cash register immediately. She says, normally you start on fries or burgers, but I was never back there. I guess it was because of my personality. After a series of fast food gigs, she ended up waitressing at Hooters. And from there, she moved on to the more lucrative world of strip clubs. Her parents couldn't afford to send her to college, so she deferred admission to Johnson & Wales University in Miami and stripped at local Maryland spots for two years. By age 20, she had saved enough money to pay for tuition. Fantastic. That's how you do it. 
The siren calls of the Miami clubs proved irresistible, however, and soon she was back on stage performing as Black China, a moniker she lifted from one of her patrons. She lived on campus, attended classes during the day, and worked the local polls at night, a routine that took its toll. Quote, I was falling asleep all the time in class. It wasn't working out for me. She eventually dropped out of college, committing herself to stripping and modeling full-time. Her mother, a Dominican beauty who goes by the name Tokyo Tony, was fine with this decision. China says, my mom used to be a stripper, so she was like, if this is what you want to do, be the best at it. Life goals. So she was, and her striking good looks, she is often described as having exotic features, put her in a class above the rest. Dancing at Miami's King of Diamonds, which I gather is a pretty prominent establishment for patrons of the exotic dancing industry, put her squarely in the limelight. She says in her best night at the club, she made $15,000. Whoa! That is an astronomical amount of cash in a night. Drake shouted her out in a song in 2010, and modeling opportunities followed. By the end of the year, she was Nicki Minaj's stunt double in a music video. Well, that's some trajectory. In 2011, she appeared in a music video for the rapper Tyga, real name Michael Ray Stevenson, and they began what would become an ill-fated relationship. Tyga moved her out to L.A. and into his $5 million Calabasas mansion. Wow. Who else lives in Calabasas, California? I know, I know. And soon enough, she was flooding Instagram with selfies taken with her new best friend, Kim Kardashian. Really? Mm. Let's pause here for a quick break, and then, you know, things are about to get pretty trashy. I didn't know they were besties, yeah. I can't wait for the rest of this story. We'll see you on the flip. Hey, Trash Pandas, when you need a brain break from your day, let me recommend the game June's Journey for Android and iPhone. It's a hidden object mystery game where you are solving a murder, uncovering family secrets, and, I don't know, exposing official corruption? All in an extremely stylish 1920s setting. Every scene takes you deeper into the mystery and introduces you to an expansive cast of characters as June Parker explores the questions surrounding her sister's apparent murder-suicide at the family's beachfront estate. Add your own elements to the island, from lush gardens to gorgeous new buildings. This story has so many twists and turns. Right now, we are on a global journey attempting to rescue June's niece, Virginia. It's a great combo of gameplay. It's a memory puzzle, a design project, an intriguing storyline with genuinely fabulous art. When you want to let your mind wander, relax into this glorious 1920s murder mystery and get lost in the fun. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Okay, Stacey, what happens? So in 2012, China and Taiga have a baby together. And I guess everything was going well enough-ish until, and I cannot believe these words are about to come out of my mouth, Oh no! Kylie Jenner's 17th birthday party in August of 2014. It turns out that Tyga, who is eight years older than Kylie, had maybe had something something going on with 16-year-old Kylie Jenner for a minute. Oh. And would be on and off again for a few years yet, I guess guess. Okay. The age of consent in California is 18, by the way, from that L piece. Cue the rapid fire social media airstrikes. Tyga posted a picture of Kylie on Instagram with the caption, certain things catch your eye, but only few capture your heart. 
China dissed Kylie's overinflated lips and posted texts from Tyga begging her to rekindle their romance. Kylie then posted pics of the watches and luxury cars Tyga gave her as gifts. No. Kanye's ex, Amber Rose, sided with China and went on the attack. TMZ gleefully chronicled every moment. Holy cats. When reality TV stars attack. I mean... (laughs) So... I guess that 2015 was a bit of a rebuilding year for China, but also established some battle lines between Black China and the Kardashian family. Remember those selfies with her BFF Kim Kardashian? Yeah, all that was off, and things were soon to become pretty inflamed. So here's the situation. Rob, the reluctant Kardashian, probably suffering from depression, not properly treating diabetes, ends up in the hospital at the end of 2015. Who does he reach out to in the aftermath of that? Someone his family definitely wasn't going to be excited about him reaching out to. And what did Black China do when Rob reached out? She embraced that situation, delighting in a bit of revenge against the famous family. I will cook for you. From the LPs. In May, following the announcement of China and Rob's engagement... BuzzFeed writer Sylvia Obel penned a lengthy thesis attributing ulterior motives to China's maneuvers. Quote, China was making calculated moves to close in on her own empire with a precision and finesse that not even the Kardashians saw coming. And so the Kardashians, a family often accused of stealing black men, black features, and black culture, got beat at their own game by a black woman. Detuan Thomas, editor-in-chief of Vibe, offered a similar assessment of China's triumph over the Balmain-clad Don Chris Jenner. China popped up and all of a sudden she's pregnant and now she's got one of the most powerful pieces on the chessboard, he says, referring to Rob. As for whether she loves her husband-to-be, he says, I think she loves him, but I think it was a power move initially. Let's not kid ourselves. A lot of these celebrity couples are really only business deals. Yeah, there's probably something to that. That is some playing high-level chess right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 11-dimension chess or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to jump back to that Guardian piece by Dave Schilling, which includes perhaps the best subhead ever written. Quote, the format of this painfully dull show is identical to others of the Kardashian empire. Interminable scenes of people sitting in kitchens not eating cheese plates. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how you can have a cheese plate and not eat it. It's impossible, but apparently that's the format. Okay, uh, so... Dave Schilling writes, regardless of what you call her, Black China is the actual star of the show, even if her name is second on the marquee. She came up from the world-famous strip clubs of Atlanta, I think actually Miami, but whatever, and became something of an entrepreneur, at least in the way that we define that word in 2016. She took the Kardashian template of monetizing tabloid infamy through a cult of personality, social media ubiquity, branded products, and now the final piece of the puzzle an e-reality franchise. She's become a major supporting player in the ongoing Kardashian meta-narrative, having a baby with the rapper Tyga, who then leaves her for Kylie Jenner, which leads to China joining forces with Rob. Whether or not her relationship with Rob is genuine or a calculated effort to increase her earning potential is not for me to decide. And then in parentheses, he writes, Cough! It's bullshit! Cough! But what is, is whether or not this TV show is good. <laughs> it's not. This is a soap opera. Yeah. It's, 
this is our culture. <sighs> the show ran for one season, seven episodes, beginning in September, ending with a mid-December Rob and China baby special. Oh. Mm. Their daughter, of course, was born in November. E had renewed the series initially for a second season just before that special, but a really bad thing happened. In December, there was allegedly a physical altercation between China and Rob at a home owned by none other than Kylie. Oh my God. Where the couple were apparently living. Rob says that she tried to strangle him with an iPhone cord and that he suffered injuries to the head, neck, and face. This is the Kardashian take on things. Kylie claims that China somehow absolutely hulked out in her home and caused more than $100,000 in damages. Really? China says that she didn't hurt Rob. She broke a television as she was hurriedly moving herself and her baby daughter out of the home. Rob's fine. Rob didn't go to the doctor. Never sought medical attention. And definitely not $100,000 worth of damage to anything. Unless this is like... A Barney Stinson level television. A $100,000 television, perhaps. I mean, probably not. Anyway, Rob and China obviously broke up here, but reconciled soon after before ending things for real in February. In July, Rob went on an Instagram posting spree of revenge porn pictures of China. No, 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 don't do it, man. Yeah, that got him banned from Instagram, actually. Yeah, the Jenner... Like, his family accounts are still there, but, yeah, his... he cause, His personal account is... Yeah, well, Instagram would go and, and delete these. He was apparently just hitting... He was just posting and reposting and reposting to try to defeat the... Not so reluctant about that, huh? Surprisingly, we are now into lawsuit land. <laughs> so Rob and Kylie sued China in 2017 over the alleged December 2016 fight. Rob alleged assault and battery. Kylie alleged these huge damages to her home. Kylie withdrew from the suit in 2018, and Rob withdrew the lawsuit earlier this year. After four years of probably some unpleasant back and forth, China had requested at least once that the court just throw the suit out for lack of evidence. Okay. China, meanwhile, asked for and received a temporary restraining order against Rob after the Instagram thing in 2017. And a lawsuit about that will be heard, I think, later this year. But first, China has some issues with the Kardashian women to work out in a court of law. This is happening now. She has sued Kim, Chloe, Kylie, and Chris, alleging that in January of 2017, the four of them persuaded E to kill the Robin China show. Oh. Which, like, you've broken... Uh, anyway. Robbing her... Of $100 million in unrealized earnings. And she would like the Kardashian clan to reimburse her for that. She says that they've defamed her. And that she... Okay, the first episode of their show was like the number one rated show on the network that night. But viewership declined badly over the course of the show. I, I don't know. Skeptical of these claims. Meanwhile, both Rob and Tyga have taken some exception to recent claims by their ex that she is a single mom getting no support from either one of those layabouts. Both the men claim to be the custodial parent in their custody arrangement, and both say they're forking over tens of thousands of dollars in tuition costs at fancy private schools. 
and that they really only spend one or maybe two days a week with China anyway. It's all very odd. Anyway, this is the world we live in. That's it? That's all the news that's fit to print? That's what we know they, so far? They sat down Monday. Uh, all, everybody showed up except Rob to the courthouse in L.A. Oh, all the for, Kardashians did, too. Yeah, for yeah, China was there, and then the four uh, defendant Kardashians uh, were there f- to watch jury selection. This is probably exciting for Kim, who's, like, working on being a lawyer. Holy cats. First-hand experience with courtroom procedures. Okay, so I guess we're going to keep an update on this within dumpster dive as it happens. Probably so. I honestly have no idea whether China's claims have much merit here. I I don't know. A hundred million seems very excessive, but hassling the Kardashian family after years of low-key rivalry, that's like priceless. <laughs> What a story. Thanks, Stacy, for yeah, catching welcome. us up on all the hot goss. I, yeah, it's <laughs> what I do these days, isn't it? The Trashy Divorces Kardashian Correspondent. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, so much for tuning in today. We're going to be back on Sunday with two new divorce stories mm-hmm. for you. In the meantime, hug a celebrity. They're hurting out there. Tough, tough being a celebrity these days. Until we meet again then on Sunday, Trash Pandas, keep your hands clean. Wash them, wash them, and keep your hearts very trashy. Big love, friends. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacy and Alicia, with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at carbonmade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram. And definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at trashydivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at trashydivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at patreon.com slash trashydivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there and thanks again everybody for listening. Keep it trashy y'all.